and welcome back to the Magic Kathy show. This episode will be slightly different just because I feel the need and the calling to really use this Neptune Mercury opposition that we have today as I'm recording this to give you a tool, I guess, to see or to 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 not lose your sanity. I guess that's the best way to put it. To anchor you into your truth, to your resonance, and to give you a safe space for the upcoming months so you can save this episode for when the world will probably become even more of a shit show. And I don't like to be negative Nancy here at all, but I just also want to be really real. I have a lot of earth in my chart. I'm very you know, grounded and down to earth and we have to see where we're headed towards. And when I look at the astrology of things and see the stars, but then also whenever I read the stars, there's always a highest and a lowest potential, right? And that highest and lowest potential is based on the human that embodies that energy when we look at a birth chart, for example, right? So that's why it's so valuable to sit with someone like me or another an astrologer that can really sit with you and is maybe also psychic, right? And has the capacity to read your energy field and to tell you on which spectrum you really fall into right and then my job in a reading is to clear all the density out of your field so you can embody the highest expression of those transits the highest expression of your placements right that's always my intention and of course there's always this potential for you to not follow through with that right to fall back into the lower aspects and then obviously everything that we talk about in a reading won't happen which is why it's so important to go back to the replay and to remind yourself of the frequency that we activate in those readings. And I say that because when we talk about the collective side of things, right, when we talk about the collective energy field and everything that is going on right now in the world, I'm able to also read that energy and that it doesn't just take, you know, I'm not the only one that can read that energy, I guess. Uh, there are a lot of People out there that do that, and chances are you are feeling it too. You feel that something happened and is happening where the tension and the pressure is even higher, right? There is more. There is more, and we can feel it's in the air that there is more tension. There is more anxiety. There is more fear. And whenever that happens, or and that's the the case, right? You can just think back of the example that I just brought with the birth chart. It means that the likelihood, right, is higher that those collective transits that we will experience fall into the lower expression of these transits. And so it really, that's why it's so powerful to work with individuals as well, right? And you have no idea. It's literally, and I want to stress that so, 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 so much. Even if you just change one person's frequency that day, and that can mean just complimenting them on their outfit or just smiling at them, that can change their frequency. And that's you impacting the frequency of the entire fucking globe, which is so powerful, right? So we have to see how 
powerful we are and that we make a difference by making someone else's life by obviously taking care of our own frequency as well that's already what what the majority of things that we need to do so we really have to realize that our main job is taking care of our own frequency and i said you know that's the reason why many of my past podcasts the the past yeah months really have been very focused on prepping you individual like all of that right soul guide and soul activation and not even giving so much attention and energy to the rest of the things that are happening on the world even though i mentioned it here and there i've definitely had in 2020 especially episodes where i was heavily focused more on the collective side of things and less on the individual side of things which is always just a reflection of what's going on inside of you anyways right and I mean, you can listen to the holographic universe episode, which I go back to all the time. It's like one of my favorites. But I think it's important for us to now shift also our perspective from not just focusing on us and our individual right and frequency and journey. It is one of our main jobs every single day. But we have to see why. We have to see what the ripple effect of that is and why it is so important obviously for your own sanity and for your own growth and evolution always but that creates a ripple effect and we have to see that everything that is happening on the world and especially when i look into september october november december i mean i don't know any month where there's not something major happening astrologically where i'm like oh fuck how is this going to play out And again, I'm not negative Nancy, but I just feel the energy of the collective. And one of the main reasons for that is what? We are all fucking tired. We are all fucking tired from this crazy trip. And I always come back to this analogy too. It's like a big ass plant medicine ceremony where you're just exhausted. You're just exhausted and you feel like, oh my gosh, let me just... Breathe again, like when when is this ever going to end? And it's funny because this year I literally had one plant medicine ceremony trip that lasted for almost three days where I felt like I lose my fucking sanity. I lose my fucking shit. I will never be quote unquote normal again. And of course it changed my reality. Like it, it, it won't be the same anymore, right? Any trip like that. But I literally felt like i lost my sanity for a minute but anyways and you know that's a very mercury neptune opposition thing to talk about right um because many of us will feel like they lose their sanity and we kind of already feel like we lost our sanity but the question is how do i put it what do we replace that sanity quote-unquote with because we all have to lose our minds right so we don't lose our lives i I just posted a quote on that on instagram too we have to lose our mind so we don't lose our life but when we lost our mind and there's this minute of void and of nothingness in your mind what do we fill it with again and many of us fill that void with fear anxiety worst case scenarios instead of high highest expression best case scenarios or they fill that void with outside distraction because they can't sit with that void and both doesn't lead to you connecting back to your heart and to the source and to soul right and 
especially if things in the outside world get crazy and triggers are coming up and you know maybe even for you on a personal level like people that you love are impacted or choices pressure like it's it's everywhere like it, it's just not avoidable anymore at this point because it always has to get crazier at the climax of things and we are reaching a very pivotal climax point definitely in september already but obviously with those ongoing saturn uranus square that will literally last until december 24th so basically christmas day it is not something that is just gonna go it's not something that will be over anytime soon so it is on us to master how we can hold our own frequency in our own vibrational field and not shackle back to the lowest expression of these aspects right in our own personal life but then also so we can impact that the collective doesn't fall into the lowest expression of those um aspects either and that's a long ass fucking intro for an episode like that but it, it really is something that i wanted to share to help you become observant right and it's funny because i'm i mean i'm at the stage now with my sixth line in human design i kind of you know enter the second line or the second phase of the sixth line which is the observer and like really going to the roof and like watching and i feel like me moving back to dubai and staying here for a while not feeling like i want to be in the world right now but really just watch everything from the outside and dubai is its own little bubble it's weird that the universe positioned me in that way and it's it's also weird for me because i feel like i've had so many lifetimes where i've been in the middle of the battlefield and now i'm i'm in a pleasant quote unquote position where i'm not on the battlefield but i also know that i want to kind of like and you know that's my the projector probably why i'm a projector in this lifetime too I feel like I'm guiding people because I will help them to have that clear vision and that clear seeing. And that's Pallas Athena on my ascendant as well. The clear vision, the clear seeing, to see through the fog, to see beyond the illusions that Neptune can also create, right? And when we speak about this Neptune-Mercury opposition, it has so much to do with clearing the fog in your mind and helping you your mind to connect to spirit so clearing the ocd like over controlling over analyzing tendencies that mercury really has but there's also this chance that when we clear that out of our mind and that's what i referred to earlier when we clear that out of our mind that we fall into we fill it with the lower aspects of neptune which is that illusion right which is that insanity which is maybe even escapism right because we cannot sit with that void because we cannot sit with that uncertainty of when it is all of this over right because the virgo energy really wants to get things done and wants to be grounded and wants to you know achieve things and improve things and you know it has like a very vibrational like frequency of impatience right and we have to be patient because an endurance right it's 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 not gonna be over anytime soon again when i talk about the astrology of things and the u.s has its pluto return next year and there's just so much 
that we have to be prepared for. And the only way to prepare, because we don't even know what it is, is to make sure that we become the master of our frequency and of our vibrational field. That no matter what life, quote unquote, or the outside world throws at you, you can sit with it and observe it and just watch it instead of react to it. And it's not something that I've never mentioned before, right? That we just shouldn't like react to things. It's something that have, has helped me so much. Uh, it is something that will help you master the art of surrendering as well. Because you're just watching. And ultimately, that's what we all came here to do. And we wanted to watch. And I brought this analogy on my Instagram too in a caption where we have to see that we are just playing a, a fractal of, you know, Source's experience and Source, the world is Source's drama, play, right? It's a movie. Source wanted to present to the universe the movie called Earth and what's happening on Earth. And we said, well, I love that movie. That sounds so exciting. I want to watch that. But wait, let me watch it not just from my home. I want to have the real full body experience. It's like compared to, you know, compared to someone who goes to the cinema and someone who goes to the 3D or 4D or I don't know how many D cinemas is already, there are already out there, right? But it's like, no, I actually, you know, when it rains, I also want to feel the rain. I, I don't want to just watch it. I want to feel it. I want to have the full body experience. So let me just go to planet Earth and watch it from there instead of from up there, right? And so many of us decided to come here to watch that movie unfold as a full body experience, right? So they really know what, what it feels like to be in an experience like that. And we have to remind ourselves of that, which also means that it is not your job to navigate the outcome necessarily. Because on one level, this movie is already over, right? This movie is already over. We just don't know how, the how long the movie will last. So we are wondering, how long is this horror trip will going to last? Will this ever going to end? And the answer is always yes. The, it will always end. It will always end. We just don't know the timing. But time is also an illusion right and so you can take a break every single day from watching the movie right and that's one thing that i really want to say like it, it is an episode right every day is an episode of that movie or that tv series right and we don't know how long these episodes will last all we know is that we have the choice and the sovereignty to decide when we want to watch and how we want to watch. And if we watch with the full body experience because we enjoy it so much and we just want to have that experience. And if the next day we want to decide, no, I'm actually just going to watch in the background, right? While I mind my own business, right? That, that you know, the next episode is just you know, in the background, I know it's, it's, it's on there, so I, I, can, I can hear it, but I'm not giving it my full attention. 
because I have other things in my life to take care of, right? That contribute my growth and evolution more. And I think that's a great analogy for all of us that if things get overwhelming, remember, you can watch the thing in the background while you mind your own business, right? You can watch it from the background. Which doesn't mean that you are passive or not doing anything. But sometimes the, the, the most healthy thing we can do for ourselves is to not get caught up in the movie and to watch it from the background. Maybe to have a day where you don't watch it at all, right? Because it can be just as addicting, which is very Neptunian as well. To constantly want that attention and that newsflash and what's happening now, what's happening now, what's happening now. But it's, again, similar analogy. If you are obsessed with a TV series and you watch it all day, all long, right, for weeks, and you completely lose track of the outside world around you, your, your normal life, and you forget that you, like, there's a life, a whole world outside of you watching that movie. But that world is only there if you create it. Because if you continue watching, you cannot create your world. You cannot create your life. So you have to remember that your, your main job here is not just to watch the movie and to try to change the movie in any way. Because, I mean, how well does that work when you watch a TV series and you feel like you're the main character? Like, go and go to the screen and try to change it. it probably won't, won't work. Why? Because it's... You can manifest your movie, your frequency, everything for your life, but not for something that someone else already created. It's already orchestrated. It's already done. You can be angry about it, right? You can be angry that one of the characters dies or that there's uh, something happening in the movie and they cheated on whatever it is, right, that, that happens in the TV series. You can be angry about it. You can get emotional about it. But remember that it's not your fucking life. It's not your life and it doesn't impact you if you don't let it impact you. Of course, you can walk away and be like, hey, my whole life is ruined because Sarah and John broke up, right? And I'm sad about it. Yes, you can. But then remember, wait, that's not real. That's not like real. Of course, there's the whole question. What is reality, right? <laughs> that's another question for another episode. But... I think that's a good analogy to navigate what's coming because it will just be another episode of the same old show and I hope and pray that m more and more humans will realize that it's the same old fucking show, right? And that it's just, it's like an old soap opera, honestly, that, you know, keeps repeating itself. And at some point you're like, fuck, it's always the same pattern in this fucking TV series. It gets like Desperate Housewives, honestly. Like I, I loved it at first, right? I don't know if you know Desperate Housewives. But then at some point it was always someone died. And then when that person died, they became the narrative. And then someone else dies again. And then there's, it's always the fucking same thing. I'm like, okay, it gets boring. It's probably like, you, you kind of like, it, it's very predictable at some point, right? You're like, oh my gosh, this again, right? And then you kind of lose the interest and the enthusiasm and you don't even want to watch it anymore because you know what's coming, right? 
excitement if you can see everything that will happen on the world a little bit more a little bit more through that lens i think it will be easier to navigate and i say all of this with so much discernment and knowing that it's difficult if you are, are in it and you're like kathy how could i if, like how should i do this i am so fucking in this shit and i see i get it i get it totally but the one thing that you are more in is your body is your frequency and trust me even taking care of your frequency and how you hold your frequency will impact how you perceive what's happening in the outside world because if you have not as much fear and anxiety in your system it will be easier for you to observe instead of get caught up right because if you already have a lot of anxiety and fear in your system and there's more anxiety and fear coming at you it will trigger that anxiety and fear inside of you that you might want to suppress that you might want to not you know deal with and it triggered it is triggered by the outside world by external influences because the universe wants you to dissolve that and it's just a mirror right but if you don't have anxiety and fear in your system you won't get triggered quote unquote activated right by anxiety and fear from other people like okay you you have empathy and you have compassion you understand where they come from but it doesn't impact you on a personal level bringing the movie analogy again if you got you know cheated on by many partners in your life and then you your favorite tv series happened and your favorite character in that tv series gets cheated on trust me it will trigger you on a level that's just beyond you will cry for them you're like i know exactly how this feels right and usually it is when you have not you know cleared that out of your field and it's still impacting you on an emotional level and that's why it is really really difficult for you to see that and to observe that to watch it and it's like oh my gosh like just get it out of my field because it's still in my field and i'm like confronted with it and that now it reminds me of this it's like your whole thing experience for you right and that's the reason why so and that's why i put so much focus on clearing your trauma right i have the trauma signature readings that i keep recommending please it's it's like uranus and taurus and retrograde and with all of the aquarian energies it's so much about our survival it's so much about survival being triggered it's it's bringing up all the trauma imprints all the trauma signatures on a collective fucking level and it also means on in your life there's trauma coming up and i mean even for my in my personal life there's so much trauma that i had to clear this year it's, it's fucking exhausting it is i know i'm doing the work too right and so understanding it though and navigating it with your chart and the tools in your chart is a game changer and your human design you know i use all of my tools they are my medicine too and sometimes i forget about my medicine then i have to go back to the basics which is very virgo season two like go back to the basics work with your human design chart work with your astrology chart right and i fell in love again with astrology which is probably also why i feel so called to talk about the astrology of right now with you on a collective level too yeah I, w I really want you to see that the universe is supporting us and helping us see what's coming right it, we are so prepared for everything so you know there's this illusion of the unknown but we actually kind of know you just don't know how right and the how is always up to the universe and the how is also very determined on the 
vibrational field of the collective, right? And again, coming back to what can you do for the collective? Take care of your own frequency first and make someone else's frequency by being a fucking loving human, having an open heart, right? Connecting with people, not isolating. Because at this point, we had so much time to focus on our own growth and evolution. And I feel like we've also been a little bit like too focused on us, 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 us. Like, and that brings me back to, you know, that Uranus and Taurus also triggers survival mode where everyone is just like, okay, me, me, me. I have to survive in this fucking shit show. How can I survive? Right? But now it's about, yes, of course, you are important. But hey, there are other humans on this planet as well. This is a collective, right? if one person in the collective is struggling, go to them, give them a hug, love them, right? Have compassion, have an open heart. Instead of being like, oh my gosh, this is a douchebag. This is triggering me and just like fucking angry and throwing shit at me. Why do they do that? That's not their nature. It's programming speaking out of them. It's anxiety speaking out of them. It's survival instinct speaking out of them, right? No human... By nature, no soul loves to be a fucking douchebag to others. It's always a wound. It's always something deeper. We have to remember that. Especially in the world right now where everyone has a fucking hard time. Everyone does. And now going into more of the astrology of things. You know, we have some major events happening this september virgo season virgo season always triggers the topics of health and of mind right it's ruled by mercury and mercury remember is the rule of our north node as well and so there's a big big destiny shift for virgo season and i remember when we had um the full moon in virgo in 2020 there was like all the lockdowns and everything again so again it's it's so much about health and we have a new moon on the 7th of september that is in a conjunction with mars as well mars opposite neptune so the illusions of what actions to take right it's it's very very tricky because a few days later and it's i, I always say it's cosmic po poetry a few days later we also have where do we have it i have charts open here we have september 11 anniversary coming up and on the very same day, we have Venus entering Scorpio, which will, and the moon will be in Scorpio on that day too, which will bring up so much shadow, even more shadow, even deeper things. And the sun will oppose Neptune around that time too, where it's the illusion of what shadows are really real, what is really beyond the surface. And then when these things will come up, where Lilith will be on the North Node, it's very, very pivotal, critical time for the feminine to rise, for us to open our hearts again, to lean into that nurturing. Mercury will be in the middle of Libra, opposing Chiron. It's, it's just, there's so much where it's like, fuck, humans need to get it now, or they will be lost in insanity. That's, that's literally how I feel. And the only way to get it is to remember, even when you're in a plant medicine ceremony or you have a sleep paralysis, whatever it is. One second, I have to connect to my heart and my own heartbeat. My own self. Otherwise, I lose myself in the chaos. And you can only do that if you have an open heart. If you have walls around your heart, you have walls around connecting to source. To yourself. 
you cannot reboot your system if you have walls around your heart. Which is why opening your heart is the most important thing that we can do right now. When the whole world wants you to close it, wants you to wall up, right? Literally hide yourself at home and fear other humans. That's when we have to do the exact opposite. Since the history of time, so to speak, you have to do the opposite of what you know the agenda out there tells you to do. That's expansion. Because conforming, how far did it you know, bring us so far? Right? We always have to do the thing. And I shared that quote on Instagram too. Go with the choice that makes you the most afraid. That scares you the most. That's the right choice. If you ever wonder, what should I choose? Choose the, the option that scares you the fucking most. That's where your expansion is. That's where your growth is. And you came here to expand and growth. You didn't come here to avoid fear, right? Because, I mean, reality check for a second. You've probably lived the majority of your life avoiding fear, getting fear out of the way. How much fear is in your life right now? How much fear do, you, do we see in the world? Right? Compared to beginning of 2020, everyone wanted to, you know, get the fear out of the way, right? Avoid pain. And now we are in the climax. So it didn't really serve us, that strategy. What if we did the opposite? What if we activate the courage inside of us? Knowing that there is nothing in the outside world that can shackle your frequency if you don't let it. But if you say yes to fear, meaning that you conform, guess what? You absorb that fear into your frequency and it will be literally coded into your frequency. And then you hold fear in your frequency, anxiety in your frequency. If you say yes, this is terrifying. If you say yes, I should be anxious because this is happening. Then you, you agree to that frequency in your field. But if you say no, that doesn't scare me. No, I'm, 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 I don't feel like that's a you know, risk for me. That's how you block that frequency out of your life. That's a cheat code for anything in life. Even for triggers that come up in their life. You're like, this is not triggering. I know that you try to you know, get me off my frequency right now because you are attacking me, but I'm not going to let that attack me. But if you take in the attack, bam, you are hooked. So that's also big key, you know, Virgo is all about purification of your fucking system so you can connect to your source. Pisces, the opposite sign, right? And so with that September 11 anniversary coming up, on, on the same day, we have Moon and Venus, Scorpio. We have that Mars-Neptune opposition. We have a Chiron-Mercury opposition. There is a lot of like confronting. We will be confronted. We will be confronted majorly, right? And when you are confronted with things in your vibrational field, how do you react? That's the big test here. How do you react? And I think it's cosmic poetry again that what I did, you know, I, I looked at, you know, that's cosmic poetry that Venus enters Scorpio, September 11, this year. And I looked back at the September 11th with significant synchronicities. And we had September 11, obviously, 2001, which is where the Twin Towers fell, right? Where we had Saturn and the Moon in 
Yeah, we had Saturn and the Moon in Gemini. Two sides of the story, perceptions, but also Saturn and Mercury, as but also Saturn in Gemini back then. A lot of restrictions relative to news, right, and to the information that we received around that that event. And interestingly enough, on the same day, we had also, just as we have, it's it's cosmic poetry. This year, September 11, 2021, has Mercury, the ruler of our destiny, this year, right, at 14 degrees of Libra. September 11, 2001, had Mercury in Libra at 14 degrees. Same fucking degree. Same fucking day. 20 years later. And I have a feeling that we will, you know, up until September next year, we will have a lot of things because, as you know, Saturn, the restriction, tw- 21, the restriction in 2001, right, uh, relative to all the information around the, that event and everything that happened. Saturn works in seven year cycles. And when we look at the seven year cycle and imagine that, you know, 9-11 births a baby and that baby is that chart from there. So every seven year, the baby gets triggered, right? And so when we think about that, it's 7, 14, 21, and then 29. Okay. So we would think that, you know, now that you know that it's 20 years later, 21 would be next year. There will be more coming towards next year. But what I saw as well is seven years later, uh, six years later, actually, we had Mercury also in Libra, right? Almost the exact same degree point as well. And the same Virgo energies activated, 18 degrees, like very much the same fucking frequency. And in both years, or in all three years, really, in 21, uh, 2001, in 2007, and obviously ni- right now 2021, we have a lot of Aquarius energy as well. Trauma, right? But also future, both. And the reason I say that is because in 2001, when we had 9-11, we had Neptune and Uranus in Aquarius. Neptune, Uranus, and Aquarius. And Pluto opposite Saturn, also in Sag and Gemini, which are the nodes now, right? Just the destiny now. Pluto in Sag was all about transforming the truth back then, right? Which is a topic with the South Node being in Sag that is very much the most needed and important right now. Chiron was in Sagittarius in 2001 as well, meaning we had to heal our own faith and truth discernment and experiences right and obviously we can talk about the south not be uh, pluto and chiron in sagittarius and after 9 11 all the travel restrictions right changed definitely transformed travel and that's something obviously we deal with right now as well right so you can see that there's always connection right there and then in 2007 we had chiron and Neptune now in Aquarius. Chiron in Aquarius, right? That's pretty much, you know, also highlighting the wounds around how alienated in this world, like the future and all of the things and trauma signatures and all of that. And we had 
Mars in Gemini, right, which is where, where Saturn was in 2001, and opposite Pluto. We have to take action and seeing a different story, seeing a different perspective. But then Saturn moved into Virgo, not easy either, becoming very OCD, right, health, all of the things. And now here we are in 2021, right, with all of the Virgo energy, with Pluto, which is always the main driver. The main driver in your personal chart, but also collectively is Pluto. It's the bodyguard of our soul. And right now Pluto is like, okay, we need to transform everything that we built and started building and implementing after that 9-11 thing. Because, I mean, look at the world. This is a shit show. This is crazy. We have to open our mind to a new perspective. And on top of that, we will also have in, yeah, we will have a full moon in Pisces, of course, also in September 21st that will have a Moon-Neptune conjunction, which I think can be very beautiful, to be honest with you. Moon-Neptune, I'm born with a Moon-Neptune conjunction, but not in Pisces, in, in Capricorn, but a Moon-Neptune conjunction, it's like the dreamer. It's so psychic, right? But again, it can also lead to, when we speak about the lowest expression, it can lead to losing your mind, losing your shit. So both is an potential i want to say so we really want to see in on what side of the spectrum do you fall into don't lose your mind lose your mind to fill it with spirit and really really embody that observer if if there's one main takeaway then i really want you to become a master observer right now watch without getting caught up because there will be things coming where we are like, I, I, I did, like, in a way we say, I didn't think this was even possible. But then we're like, wait a second, what is even impossible anymore? Like everything is possible at this point, right? But this feeling of everything is possible at this point doesn't mean that we just have to accept everything and say yes to everything. Like, oh yeah, okay. Because we, we, we can kind of like become very numb to what's happening. You know, just remember back in 2020 when everything started and it was already like a major thing that we need to wear masks. And now it's like, oh yeah, it's, you know, we're already used to that. It shouldn't be like that. You should, should still be as passionate about something that doesn't resonate with you as you were at the beginning, right? And so... That full moon is so powerful. I mean, you you know me. I will talk about full moons and new moons anyways in a separate episode because that full moon also has a Venus-Uranus opposition. I mean, how many more oppositions can we face? And then of, obviously we also have a square squaring nodes. So Virgo will square um, Gemini and Sagittarius. So if the nodes will square. There is a destiny point. And whenever the nodes square, it's like very much about do you flip back to the past? Or do you finally move forward? It's this choice point that I keep talking about. And I, I feel like sometimes I definitely repeat myself, but we need to hear the message from many different angles as well, I guess, including myself, right? To get the point. And so I hope this episode is really an episode that you can come back to, especially around those significant dates, as a reminder and a remembrance. And please share the episode 
with friends, with loved ones. Because by you sharing that episode, you help someone else elevate their frequency, be the highest frequency, be the observer. And that's how we create a ripple effect. You don't have to do all the work all the time. Sometimes it's just sending a book to someone, referring another. Like that's how we move forward, right? When we spread and share. That's the Aquarian energy. Spread and share so we can come closer together. And so it would obviously also mean the world to me because I put my heart and soul into everything that I do. And at this point, I'm like, this is beyond me. I just have to, I'm the messenger. I just deliver, right? Apparently, I'm, I'm projecting with my projector essence what I observe into the field so people can see, right? And I'm grateful to do that. And if it was ever helpful for you, then please share right spread the message and also reach out to me and let me know how you listen to these episodes what do you do do you go for a walk do you do the dishes do you organize things i know one of my plus clients annie she always does like something house related when she listens to my podcast it's so virgo i love it um but yeah i would love to hear from you and obviously if you would like to have energetic upgrades right or basically clearing your energetic field from the lowest expression of your personal birth chart or the transits then definitely reach out for a breakthrough session right or a human design session both can be so so powerful to really activate and anchor your highest frequency into your life which is what we all need we need to be our highest frequency right now right it's your main job so if you ever wanted what your purpose is, this is your main job right now. There's nothing else that is more important than taking care of your frequency, at least right now. Right? So yeah, reach out to me on Instagram if you have questions or follow the link down below in the show notes for details. It's probably the best thing you can invest in in Virgo season, I swear. It's your health, but it's not just the health in terms of like physical body, but it's, it's the mental health with that all of that mercury and all of the things so invest in your sanity trust me you won't ever regret it invest in your frequency with all of that being said we will speak obviously very very soon thank you for listening i'm sending you a big big hug so much love and i'm watching with you trust me i'm watching i'm here watching the whole show sometimes i'm like wow didn't even think that this could ever happen but we are watching and then we have to see how and watch ourselves how we react and that's when our work starts. Because by being observer, right? An observant like that can really step into your magic. <laughs>